Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Mad Podcast, the Mental Awareness Discussion, brought to you, as always, by Adventure Productions and AZ Banana Bros on Instagram, all that fun stuff. We're rocking out today. It felt like a rock out day. I think it makes a lot of sense. Green and the fall colors, all that fun stuff. So, today, um, I'm as always, I'm your host, Miles Weber. With me today is always on this podcast and also always in life, my co-host and my lovely wife, Heather Weber. Hello, dear. How are you? I'm great. How are you? Amazing. Amazing. Is so, green a fall color? I mean, like, I think, like, this type of green, because it's definitely not like a... Woodsy this is, green? This is a woodsy green. This is like okay. a rugged, woodsy, muddy green, kind of, you know? I think with the red, that's kind of mixed in there, too. Okay. You know? For me, that's a little bit of fall. Plus, also, the background is kind of like doing tricks on yeah. me, too. I mean, like this with that, I'm like, duh, fall. Of course, look at that bush back there. Fall. That's what that is. Uh, and also, reaching. I, I was reaching because it's back there behind me, and that's how reaches work. <laughs> also with us from Canada, we have our friend and comedian, Susan Thompson. Susan, how you doing? Hey, guys. How are you doing? I'm excited for today. Yes, so are we. Uh, our guest today uh, is an amazing lady, and uh, she's very much into the spiritual side of things as far as life goes, and we definitely talk to her pretty regularly, and she's a super dope lady, and I can't wait for you guys to get to know her. Uh, we're here with Athena Rodriguez. Athena, how are you doing tonight? I am doing very well, thank you for asking. How are you guys doing? We are amazing. So... Um, Getting right to it, I'm very curious. How would you describe to people, and how is it do you describe to people what it is that you do? Um, I, I guess I would say it's uh, being very extrasensory. Okay. That's the best way I could really describe it. If you had to, I kind of feel things on an extrasensory level, so... <laughs> That's kind of how I say it. Plus, it doesn't sound as spooky when I say it that way. <laughs> I know, right? It's it's like got to be such a weird thing to kind of like say and just allow people to be like, okay, that sounds interesting and just leave it. But some, oh yeah, yeah, there's always a lot of those. Because yes, because you're very uh, in tune to like the spiritual world and that side of things. And you kind of feel... You know, I mean, I don't know that you would call it mediumship, would you? Or yeah. that, yes, yes, there you go, being yeah. a medium. So, yeah, you are very tapped into energies pretty much. Mm -hmm. um, you do tarot readings and things like that. So, I mean, we've gotten tarot readings from you very regularly and always have you pull cards and just the energy about which you go and what you're able to kind of tap into with us and everything. We're like, damn, all the time. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> like every single time we're just like, fuck. So, um, so it is, but I mean, also kind of being on the side of things like spirituality is obviously, uh, a big thing that's kind of taking another resurgence right now in society. Do you think, what, what do you think are some of the leading reasons why this is kind of starting to pop up more now and people are really starting to see that oh there's there might be something a little bit more going on here and so let's try and delve into things with that so why do you think people are kind of waking up right now uh i feel like it's um just a lot of just a lot of collective trauma it's starting to wake up uh, more people and wake them up a little bit earlier than 
uh, a lot of people do when they start getting their spiritual awakenings. Um, and then I also think that there's been quite a large call for these spiritual awakenings so that we can get back on track as, you know, a civilization, really, because we've been so out of touch with ourselves that it just, it's ballooned into this really just toxic environment for, you know, ourselves, for nature, for everything around us. And it's kind of like we're, we're waking up to the call uh, to do something bigger than just expect things to change on their own. Facts. Facts. You said uh, getting back on track for a person who's just like, what is she talking about? What do you, when you think of back on track, what is the initial track? Because we've obviously done some things in this world that, yeah, it's really not been the best karma. And all of this trauma that's been happening for so long, the way it's been happening. Yeah, people are really, for whatever reason right now, are really just like, no, we're going to go ahead and just break this chain right off. So what uh, does it look like to you to be back on track, as you say? I feel like for the individual person, what it feels like to be back on track is um, basically being on your journey of internal growth, as well as uh, getting all the experiences that you, you've been wanting in this world. A lot of people put those experiences aside or put them on the back burner. And that can foster a lot of like resentful energy in their body. And when you hold on to that kind of energy for so long, it can actually become like damaging manifestations of like physical uh, issues. So when I say back on track, I mean, getting back to what you originally want to do in your life, what, what brings joy to you. And I'd hate to say that it's all about being happy because I mean, there's so many other emotions that you can be that are even better than being happy, feeling fulfilled and feeling satisfied is better than being happy sometimes. So getting back on track, I feel like it's getting yourself back into alignment with not only your authenticity, but making sure that you step back into your power and realize that you are the boss of you. Basically. I love that. All about wholeness. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yes. Making people whole again. Oh, what's it? Susan, would you, what'd you say? Oh. Oh, her sound might have went up for a second. It'll come back. Okay. No, we still oh, can't still hear you. Still muted. Still muted. Hmm. Oh yeah, still can't hear. I don't know what spirit did to your microphone, but I mean that's just fair. <laughs> no, no, no. Oh yeah, hey, yeah. there it is. Okay. Yeah. All right. See, we just had to ask. I'm like, what is happening? I'm listening and I'm like, that was fascinating. And nobody's like, we didn't hear you. <laughs> that was so amazing. Wow. Like, I, um, if you don't like I, everything you said makes sense. I think, especially nowadays, like one, we were all stuck at home, but I mean, we already had the technology to be at home, but it's not how humans function. Humans mm -hmm. function 
better with other humans around as much as many of us want to be introverted. Mm -hmm. So how is, is that maybe why some of it's coming back more full circle, like therapies like this style are getting in touch with who we really are? I, I, I believe that we actually go through kind of a natural spiritual process in which, you know, uh, everything is always changing and evolving. And um, like the example that I, I comes to mind is um, I feel like anxiety is um, is kind of your body's rejection of uh, things that are not right. Uh, you aren't meant to work yourself to death and your body gets anxious from it because it's like, man, why are we doing this right now? This is not right. And Sometimes when you put your body through that and your spirit through something like that, and you're just constantly putting it into that trauma, constantly putting it into that anxiety, uh, at some point your body starts fighting back. And I think that's what's happening right now is that along, you know, everybody's what ideal, what they believe is supposed to be normalcy in life and, and okay is actually not okay. And a lot of people aren't gonna accept that anymore. And that's why this gravitation towards spirituality is so heavy right now. It's because people are starting to notice things that are not supposed to be there uh, and things that are supposed to be there. You see more, um, let's say, uh, more record of you know miracles happening, um, more records of, of people having near-death experiences and, and just there's so much evidence now that they really can't deny that there's just a different uh, dimension and planes and, and there's things that are so important to ourself and we are just bypassing all of it and letting ourselves be distracted. Yeah. So, I really think that's why the, the big shift towards spirituality is because people can feel it now. Mm -hmm. yeah. And so when you feel things, it's kind of really hard to deny it, even if you can't see it. Yeah. Well, even you hear pe more people talk about, oh, I can feel your energy. I sense an energy about you. And even just like on a small scale like that, people are like, oh, no, I don't I don't really want to hang out with you because your energy is weird. Your energy is off. So even you're hearing that more from people right now. Mm hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, it's just, I always like, there's so many parts of like quantum physics and everything that can also circle back around to people really like arguing about the like, oh, well, I mean, what are you trying to say here? And it's just like, well, homie, if like we're zooming in all the way on like tiny atoms and everything, mostly it's just space in between those things. There's just, there's more space than the things that are just vibrating. So what, the, how come, I think it's a Pete Holmes joke or he just did in his, one of his re most recent specials. He's just like, you know, science, like this table right here. If I ask scientists like, hey, how come my hand just doesn't pass right through? You know what science says? We don't know. Like, we don't know. We got no idea. You should really just be, should be able to, but nope, it's solid, I guess, somehow. So yeah, man, I mean, there's just, What's that? What does that mean? The feelings, vibrations, the whole thing, you know? I mean, like, I've been a big kick on uh, sound baths lately on YouTube. Oh, man, that's my jam. And honestly, on, like, sound baths, fucking Susan's confused. 
Sound bath. Yeah. So, you know, those big crystal bowls that the guys will just hit and then they just drag the stick around the edge of the bowl to keep it going. Those. So, yeah, they're playing like big crystal or bowls or like Tibetan bowls and stuff like that, where you get that boom. boom, And yes, and there's hours long one and there's one days where like if i'm feeling like physically kind of wonky i'll literally put a sound bath on the tv our sound speaker like for our tv is on the floor and i will lay in front of it for like an hour or two if i really can yes yes mm-hmm. that is yes. so cool. okay. yeah we'll fall asleep to those and we feel amazing yeah that's what we go to sleep to yeah, absolutely. And last night, I mean, I, we fell asleep to one, and I mean, it was just a chakra aligning one. My, I felt like the middle of my forehead just throbbing to the whole tune and tone of what the guy was playing. And he's just sitting there for hours, and I'm like, this is amazing, and I'll feel better. Like, if I lay down, I feel kind of shitty. I'll listen to a certain tone or a certain vibration that they hit a lot, and man, I feel better. <laughs> so, I mean... That sounds awesome. Like, I listen to like like waves crashing and stuff, and then I'll start yeah. to get resentful if I can't fall asleep. I'll be like, if I'm not at that motherfucking beach, not <laughs> like that might be better. Like, that's awesome. I had no idea that was even a thing. I'm gonna check that out. Thanks, guys. That's yeah, awesome. uh, yeah. Try find, fall asleep to that like tonight or something, and like text us in the morning. Like, hey, what was it like getting through? Because yeah, there, there's there's ones that are, like three hours, there's ones that last all night. But that's what I'm saying. It's like there's there's something going on with all of that stuff. There's something going on with like chakra alignment, the energies of your body, where you're able to like feel blockages and so like because you mentioned um, like it manifesting as far as like your emotions and what you've been through and what you hold on to and what you continue to carry your whole life and how much that stockpiles, it will like, it could affect certain areas of your body. So what do you see as far as like blockages manifestation, manifesting in different parts of the body? And can you align those with certain chakras? I think, well, I mean, it's never to, um, like always consult a medical professional, but sometimes you can tell where uh, it's um, like what some people carry a lot of uh, stress weight on their shoulders. And they're not, they're not people that do like a lot of physical labor. They don't sit in long positions at like, you know, hours at a time. And it's just like this weird phantom illness and they have no idea why it's there. And it's usually, uh, they don't realize that they've been holding all these like stress points. Um, uh, I've, I personally believe that like the condition that I have, which is fibromyalgia, um, it's a nerve condition and it hurts all over the body. And I was diagnosed in 2015, I thought I was dying and it was the worst pain I had ever felt. And it's like continual. And I honestly believe that if you feel certain parts of these emotions, these traumas that you have that like put you in that stress, um, I honestly believe they can they can probably cure fibromyalgia with mental health. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that it's when you are constantly trying to push your body to its you know past its limits. You don't listen to your body, and it gets to the point where it's like, well, if you're not going to listen to me when I'm asking, then I'm just going to tell you I'm not going to do it. Yeah. 
That's even what I'm, what I'm learning in my life coach certification right now. They were doing a whole bunch of studies and they said like 90% of illnesses end up just stemming from stress in the body and it just manifests itself in other ways. I mean, yeah, that's a, a situation where it really does. Like I, I've seen, and you can call stuff like coincidence. You call whatever you want, whatever you want to believe it is you know, that's fine. That's up to you and God. So, uh, you know, we have a friend who had cancer and I mean, it was a, you know, very started really in throat and everything like that. And, you know, stage four real bad, you know, and it was, it was a real rough thing. And then around the same time when like all of his treatments and everything really started taking a turn for the positive for him and he really started doing good around that same time, he had a very important talk that he needed to have with somebody and he'd kind of been holding on to it for a very long time. So around the same time that that kind of got released and that felt because I've talked to him about it since I was like, do you feel real good after that talk? He's like the best I've ever felt. And I'm like, hmm, fascinating. When did you start to get better? He's like, eh, it was around then. And I was like, OK, cool. I mean, call it coincidence, call it whatever you want. But I mean, fascinating that once you kind of let it come out of the throat and stop holding on to it. Like, okay, we can start to get some healing now if you really believe it and you surround yourself with a lot of love, which he has the best support system on the planet. So absolutely. And he's better. I mean, like he's doing a lot better now and things have shrunk or disappeared and all that. So, I mean, he's he's really pulled through and looks like he's just beat the odds and living a new life and he's a new man entirely. But I mean, it all like so much of it is just he's a lot freer now. He's a lot more honest. He's able to, you know, just kind of really enjoy the life that he's made for himself and he doesn't really have to carry this thing around and not talk about it anymore you know it's just kind of here this is what it is and we're at peace with it so yeah man like i think totally like talk about your shit like <laughs> if you got some shit that you know try and find your way any way to seek a mental health professional and like really have somebody to kind of break down how you made you and that's where i think like today like you know and like we've been talking about people are really starting uh, to, to wake up to being more inward and into itself. You've been seeing people start to meditate more now than like, that's really become a big resurgence. Can you talk to us? What about you, what you know about meditation as a practice and like some of the benefits that just really that thing where it's like, Hey, you know how you like breathe all day and you don't think about it. Yeah. Well, think about it. Like it's, can you explain to us what meditation is and kind of like the benefits of it? Okay. So meditation is basically quieting your mind and making sure that you're present. Um, a lot of us tend to, like I said, anxiety, depression, our brain is constantly going. We're constantly having inner dialogue. We have things that are popping up in our head and meditation is basically your break from thinking. And um, I honestly believe that that's kind of what you need. Uh, you can't streamline your thoughts continuously all day and not get burnt out. It, it's just a physical reaction that happens to you. And when you meditate, you're able to quiet your mind to the point of, sorry, hold on. You're good. quiet your mind to the point of creating a reboot effect on your body. Um, when you think your thoughts, sometimes we go into like a mental spiral is what I like to call it. 
uh, when you start thinking about one thing and then it leads to another thing. And then all of a sudden you're on this whole like train of thought of how horrible something is or something like that. You feel like crap and, and it's just, it's not beneficial to you in any way. And some people can't catch that that's their thinking process. They think they're just having a really bad day. Um, with meditation, it kind of slows that train of thought. Um, and if you can even just do like 15 to 20 minutes of a meditation, it can help get you back into that uh, space where you can generate those thoughts to where um, if you are getting inspired ideas, you'll catch them better because your mind's not all clouded and going 150 miles per minute. Plus, I feel like the benefits to your body, uh, a lot of us don't realize we don't breathe very often and we don't take long breath. <laughs> and oxygenating our blood is like super important for you know, our bodies you know, thriving. So there's a lot of benefits that uh, go with meditation. and. I say, if you don't have the ability to uh, meditate or you're having a hard time getting it done, if you want that little space of peace, um, take a quick nap. Take a quick nap and listen to some like uh, something music that doesn't make you want to sing to it. So, <laughs> so like background music, soundscape, stuff like that. Take a nap and let yourself reboot. For sure. Love it. <clears throat> Absolutely. All of that. I like the nap idea. I'm like, you going for a nap? No, I'm going to work on my mental health. Leave me alone for a half hour. Like, <laughs> That's what it is. It is. It's so good for you, though. Yeah. Like, mm -hmm. Just, I'm sorry, just hearing this stuff, I'm like, yeah, I got to try that. Because I'm off tomorrow. Like, okay, what kind of stuff can I do for myself tomorrow? Like, I'll do mm -hmm. some stuff for my parents, some stuff for my kids. But what can I do for myself tomorrow? Because you all know this. If we're not healthy, then we can't help anyone else. Absolutely. I know another thing that you've worked with me a lot on um, that I feel is like doesn't replace the therapy, but it's definitely part of my therapy is shadow work. Um, could you kind of explain a little bit about what that is and what that entails? Well, um, a lot of people, when they go on a spiritual journey or if they want to kind of like feel a little bit more spiritual, um, they forget that you should not spiritual bypass. And in that regards is remembering to uh, embrace the shadow aspect of yourself, which is all the things that we really don't like about ourselves, like uh, the fact that we get aggravated at a cat or something, that, that would be a shadow aspect. Or um, if we, we become closed off, we close off just because we don't like someone or we don't like the situation. Shadow aspects of ourselves are the things that we think are bad things about ourselves and we don't want to look at them. We just kind of put them in the back. Uh, but if you do that, it does create a resentment towards yourself, which is not healthy at all. It, um, it doesn't benefit you because it's like... Um, it's like calling yourself ugly and then pretending to like you, you know, it's, it's kind of like that. So when you want to do uh, shadow work, which a lot of people are not really uh, fond of fond of doing because uh, it's hard work and it can 
really bubble up a lot of emotions that you have been pushing down for so long and you don't want to address. Um, but I say, if you embrace certain shadow aspects of yourself, um, instead of seeing it as a, a flaw that you have within your personality, I would say, look at what that shadow aspect is, define it if you can, and then say, what does this help me in my life? How can I make this shadow aspect of myself help me in my life? And that will make it uh, alleviate in your body. It will raise that to where it no longer becomes a shadow aspect of yourself. And then it also creates like it fosters that, that emotion of loving yourself truly for who you are. Instead of saying, I'm doing self-love, I love all the good things. Uh, this really truly fosters uh, unconditional love within yourself. And that is going to be the most healing thing that you ever do for yourself. But like I said, it's really hard work and a lot of people don't want to do it because yeah. it, it's an emotional roller coaster when you go there because you have to uh, admit things that you don't want to admit about yourself. Oh, for sure. Well, even like I was like, I don't even know where to start. And so you suggested just finding prompts online. And so I went on Pinterest. because That's just what I do. And it was like 50 different shadow work prompts. I'm like, great. Yes. Uh, and then as I was going through them, I was like, oh, these are these are deep and like uncomfortable. And OK, well, maybe that's when you know you're on the right path. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Any any of those questions where you're just like, oh, that's the one. Yeah. That's the one. The cave you fear has the treasure you seek. So yeah, man, it's just, it's, and you know, therapy really is a like very direct way to start really addressing your shadow work. Like, I mean, it's all about, like you said, like going within and not pushing against it, but making, I, I heard a, there was a monk who was talking about it and it was just like when my anxiety or my anger come i'm like hello anger so good to see you come here like what are you doing here anger what do you need to tell me okay bye anger good like it's just you make friends with these shadow sides of yourself because that's how you're going to be able to better control them you know and i mean like meditation's such a massive thing you know i mean we make sure to meditate at least 15 minutes in the morning and then 15 minutes at night and then uh, if i have time in the middle of the day to get another one in i'll get i'll get another one in or a little bit of like you said a sound bath nap you know just kind of listening to some crystal bowls jamming out so yeah all of these things are very very good but the shadow work like you said it's very hard to do it took me years but finally was able to like pinpoint it like name it it's like it's a part of my dad that comes out and i really didn't like that about myself and so it was just kind of out of control and got out of control at times and then to be able to work on that and then actually come to peace with a lot of just everything honestly just trying to come at, come to like complete and total peace with the whole thing like all right right on i got some love out here anyway we'll see what happens so but that allowed me then to identify all right like where do you like you said where do you work for me and i can now i it's like a, a junkyard dog on a leash i can on let him out on stage but he can only go to the end of the yard he only goes to the end of the stage and then like he just stops right here and so i'm like no 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 no, no. you can stay here and you can play go and so i could turn him on stage 
You know, if I get a little drunk in a certain place, I know how much of them is allowed to come out. Like, I mean, it's just like, it's like being able to master Beetlejuice. That's kind of what like getting that successful, you know, uh, shadow work done is just like, okay, I think we can use this. Okay, right here. All right, get your ass back here. Nope. <laughs> you, don't, you don't get to just take over. You don't get to drive. I'll drive, uh, but we can just kind of work together. So yeah, no, I'm glad you asked that, Heather. Thank you so much. That was a solid one. Absolutely. Um, when you talking about just like energies and everything like that, when you start feeling the spiritual energy of like a client that you're doing a reading with or something, you know, um, I mean, it, it's probably a very impossible thing to describe. But just like these energies just kind of move through you internally in a way. And do they come at you quickly, slowly? What does that feeling feel like when it comes in? And how do you go about getting into your zone for that? Um, okay, well, some people have different um, clairvoyancy. They have the ability to see uh, extrasensory. They can hear, um, feel. I have all of them. So it just depends on what the the energy is um, able to do. Sometimes they come through like uh, it looks like a memory in my mind. That's the best way I can uh, describe it. Like if you were trying to remember something and you saw it at like a movie in your head, that's sometimes how they come in. Um, other times when they're telling me their name, it's really so weird. It looks like a handwritten note. Um, I've had it where they uh, whisper in my ear or they'll just be like around me and I can see them um when I feel their energy come in uh sometimes I can't tell uh at first because it'll be kind of cold but it feels like I have a lot of um caffeine in my blood it feels like you know that caffeine buzz that you get that's what it feels like. So sometimes I'll be shaking while I'm, I'm channeling because the energy that they have is just sometimes so intense. Um, but most of the time they are able to talk to me or have the visual. Um, they don't use the, the, the feels unless they're trying to convey something that they can't um, verbally. Uh, mostly it'll be like, they'll try to show me how something feels by triggering an emotion in me from like my own trauma. They're like, this is what it felt like. And I'm like, ah, and so I have to be able to like go, okay, that was a hurtful thing. And then push me to the side and help my client. So uh, sometimes that's a little hard, but um, most of the time it just depends on how that uh, entity is able to communicate sometimes sometimes they're really fresh and they don't know how to do it. Um, they will just stand there and look at me and I'm just like, I don't know what to tell you. Um, other times uh, they speak a different language and I don't know it. So that's kind of hard for me. Mm -hmm. um, but it's never limited to just uh, spirits it's always spirits or um i've seen angelic forms before um there's been other things that i've seen so it it's really true that everything is energy because they all come through as energy 
at first. It's never, I don't see the thing first. I feel the energy and then, then the translation comes up where it's either visual or visual. Sorry if that sounded weird. I didn't know how to explain oh. it. No, you're good. Oh, you're good. Yeah, go all the way in. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I keep talking. Yeah. Yeah. Talk woo-woo to me all day. Like I'm just I'm 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 here for it a hundred percent. Yeah. No, I think that makes a lot of sense. So I mean like just feeling like that the energies of everything. Um we there's something we were wondering because you talked about like certain type of emotions coming up for you as a comparison to what you know people who are their spirits or rather beings that are kind of like trying to communicate with you in a certain way this is what it was like what do you do to kind of protect your energy how do you cleanse yourself like after because i mean like getting anybody's energy on you in mm -hmm. any way has got to be i don't care if it's good bad or the other i mean you might not want that on you for too long. Yeah. So like, how do you ground yourself? Like, I mean, where, where do you, what do you do to, to kind of come back down? Well, uh, the important thing is, is to be able to be very, I mean, this all comes back to mindfulness, being very mindful of how you're feeling right before that wonky energy comes in. I really didn't know that I was sensing other people's energy or absorbing a lot because I just thought I was crazy. Like all of a sudden I was angry for no reason, or I was really sad for no reason. And uh, going on this journey of learning how to differentiate my own energy from others was really big for me. Like, oh, I feel gross right now. What happened? What did I think of right before this? Like, what is this? Um, a lot of it is, and I don't want to like break anyone's heart, but a lot of it is uh, basically not putting up with anyone's sh shit. <laughs> you tell yourself, um, I am powerful and I protect myself. I can ask for my ancestors to help protect me. I can ask for, you know, angels to protect me. I don't need uh, anybody else to like bless me. I know that I'm blessed and I can protect myself. Um, one of the tricks that I did learn is that some crystals do have a vibrational protection uh, that you can get. Um, but that's only if you think that you're not going to be able to be mindful of your own protection. Um, I also feel like water also transmutes the energy. So when I have the, the overwhelming icks, I will go by running water. Um, it could be from your sink. It could be from a shower. Uh, bathing also helps you get that negative energy off of you. Um, it, there's so many ways to be able to get the energy off of you and then make sure that you step into your power and protect yourself in that way. I mean, a lot of people have problems with thinking that they're strong enough to, you know, beat these things, these, you know, scary wafts of bad vibes, but uh, truly you are as powerful as, you know, as the biggest hero you could think of. And uh, if you want to protect yourself, um, I would say visualize yourself in a ball of light. 
and just know that that ball of light is your power. That's not anybody else's power around you. That's your energy. And you can say, I am protected and I could do this man. You don't want to get too much into thinking that anybody else has to protect you. You want to make sure that you retain your power because I mean, that's what's going to give you the most power boost if, if it's going to make sense. It makes perfect sense. Oh, I love it. Take your power back. You have to. You have to. I'm telling you, Rage Against the Machine was right about that. They just needed to like play it like a more peaceful nature octave. You know, maybe if they just like were a little bit more jazzy, you got to take your power back. No, that's so. Um, yes, yes, yes to all of that. I love that. I've, and I've seen things online and on TikTok, you know, spiritual TikTok or witch talk. I'm a big fan. Like, and there was one about like showers, washing energy off of yourself to kind of like give yourself your own rebirth daily to just kind of like sit and just imagine the water just running that energy off of you and it's just coming out close your eyes and it's just going to come right off of you and so you can reclaim new energy it's different now it's off of me i am powerful going within yeah man yeah we we all gotta wake up to how powerful we actually are especially you know if you've got this mind body connect that you know just everything that's just kind of lined up absolutely you talked you mentioned something about like crystals in there for people crystal shops have been popping up all over the place i swear like we at our mall now the the one that we go to down in south las vegas the outlets and everything we were walking through there oh look there's a crystal shop that sells like sage and all this stuff uh look at that and when you buy something they cleanse it in the crystal bowl they hit it and and they put it in there and they hit it and give you around the vibration so like there you go it's cleansed it's yours now all those shops that i've we've gone into there's all usually they sage it like if you get something so like from if we can dumb the question down to like a person who is probably seeing these pop up and going what the fuck is that like why are people buying up crystals and everything and so like can you break down any of what the idea and reasoning is behind like crystals and all that stuff i mean i i still go with the the idea that people do recognize that they do have um, some beneficial properties to them. Um, me personally, I love crystals. Aesthetically, I think they're beautiful, yeah. um, but I can feel energy off them. So uh, for me personally, I adore them because I can feel the energy off them. I can use them uh, performing any rituals that I've been wanting to do. I can use them to power myself up a little bit more if I need to. Um, but as a, I honestly believe that sometimes spirituality gets trendy. And, um, I think with all the crystal pop-ups and and stuff right now, I think it's quite possible that people on one hand, uh, they're awakening, but on the other hand, they see all these people using the crystals and all the stuff and looking happy and looking like they're you know, grounded and, you know, in a better place. And so they want to mimic that. And that's why I say it's dangerous to spiritual bypass. Don't, uh, don't do it. if You're not going to really do it. And uh, it's not a good idea to, to do it half-assed because then you create um, 
I don't know, all those, you know, the way people look at uh, hippy dippy woo woo people, you know, uh, you look at them and go, oh yeah, you're an empath. Everybody says that. And I, I think it's really important not to spiritualize that. I keep saying that. For sure. You gotta actually, yeah, you gotta actually do the work. That's very, I, I call them uh, woo woo fuck boys. Cause okay. like, cause right. Cause like they, they know all the lines, you know, just like they know all the lingo, but then you see some of their true intentions come out and I'm like, Oh, that's, that's not, uh, hold on a sec. I gotta mute Susan cause we're getting some feedback from your mic. Um, so yeah, I, they know all the lines, but then you see some of their true colors come out and I'm just like, Oh no, you haven't done the work. Uh Oh, uh oh, you're trying to, you're using sex to fill. Uh, I it's it's a thing I've been saying lately. Sex should only fill holes you can see. <laughs> like so, a lot of these woo woo fuck boys are just trying to get in, and their less uh, proud intentions tend to uh, show out and turn an ugly head. And like you said, that's just that's not a good mix at all. You really don't want to try and front like you've done a lot of spiritual work because if you haven't then well it's gonna the universe is gonna have a way of putting it in front of you then be like really well <laughs> how about this and then yeah. <laughs> you're not gonna know what to do and then you're gonna get super angry and then lash out and then that's a bad look and then all of a sudden stuff sticking to your fur and then you're just putting bad energy on other people so yeah man absolutely um fucking as far as energy transfers i mean like this is something that we've been also like talking about like heather and i to certain people because we do a myriad of like podcasts and things now these days um but like sexual energy like mm -hmm. the people who we choose to share our bodies with like can you speak to that energy transfer and how it like does it get do we get kind of stuck on each other uh, as far as like, if you've got like unhealed trauma or work that you haven't done, you know, can you speak to the energy transfer that happens in that situation? Yeah, I, I mean, I would feel like it's, um, it's big with, you have your, your chakras and with the, you know, sacral chakra, which is kind of like your sexual area, um, a lot of the things that are trauma to that chakra can actually affect your sexuality and um, any like, what's the word? Any hesitancy towards sex or, you know, if you uh, had trauma in that, in that area, it will really change a lot of your idea of what sex is, what healthy sex is. Um, no kink shaming, honestly, but, um, I whatever mean, you're into you're into yeah <laughs> you're into um but I, I i honestly think that when you do share that connection with someone there is a lot happening um especially if you actually are opening yourself up to each other um you can actually like create i would say like an electric effect within each other i don't know if you've ever experienced that but it almost feels like you're being electrocuted during sex. And it doesn't feel very pleasant at first because you don't know what's happening or what's going on. But I mean, if you are not opening yourself up, you are still like 
exchanging an energy with each other and you're creating experience. Um, one night stands aren't one night stands. That lingers with you for a long time. Even if you forget it, it's still there on your body. Um, I would say that you don't have to be choosy with the person that you share your body with, but every exchange is very important. It's just like being able to, um, it's like your currency, it's your wealth. Who are you going to spend it on? That's Facts. the important thing. You, regardless of how many times you do it, it's, it's your energy that you're giving off to someone and, and just make sure that it's reciprocal, that you're getting it back and really consider uh, if you want to share energy with that person because uh, you can get their yucky aspects if you're not protecting yourself properly. So uh, I would really, if, if, if you really want to, um, really think about when you're in the act of it and, and just open yourself up to it, but make sure that, you know, after all is said and done that you do make sure that you cleanse yourself and you make sure that you know, you're getting all that energy off you if you want to. Um, if it's somebody that you really appreciate, uh, like a partner that you really love and, and care for, um, it's going to sound a little hokey, but um, after, I would really suggest um, if you're feeling really good from after the moment uh, to just, just relish that, just stay in that boat for as long as you can. Um, and if you can get into the habit of doing that, where you have a really amazing moment and you can stay on that, that wave of feeling good and happy, um, I honestly think that you can manifest a lot of bullshit uh, with that sexual energy that you, you did. If you can uh, field it correctly, uh, you can make big things happen. So just be mindful of that. You can make big, cool things happen or big, shitty things happen. So. Uh, just pay attention who you're giving your energy to and who you're sharing it with. Yes. So yeah. much facts today. Oh, all the all the tea. All the tea. We're doing all the tea. As we wind things down. Oh yeah. So much I wanted to I was like, this is good. Uh, go ahead. Yeah. Well, I mean we got you right now and the sound's okay. So no, no, it's I, I want to talk to you. I want to talk to you more. Like, like, can we talk longer? Can we do another session? Like, something. <laughs> Sorry, I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I mean, we will make sure that you get a chance to plug yourself at the very end, so that way people can uh, schedule readings with you because they're great. They're absolutely great. And like we said, you know, it's definitely not something that you would ever you you would never want to like replace therapy, as it were. Um, so. Uh, it's a real good in addition to, you know, I mean, as yeah, far as like I trying to completely do it. Uh, I, I would never um, want people to shy away from getting uh, traditional therapy. Yeah. Um, I feel like a lot of the times we don't really know certain aspects of ourselves uh, is uh, a trauma response to things. Uh, a lot of the times what therapy can do is 
kind of open our eyes to what we haven't been seeing about ourselves. And that in itself is like a big chunk of shadow work. So I would never want people to not take traditional therapy um, as, you know, important because it, it's so important. It's, it's like you have a cake and you want to add frosting to it and you want to make sure that, you know, you can have that cake and it's okay for you. And I think that with mental health, and using different holistic therapies. Um, nobody ever gets it all 100%, but it's good to check different aspects because people are different and you never know what's gonna work for you and you never know what percentage of what and what is gonna be the key to opening your best life ever. So yeah, you know, look at all things, explore all things, experience as much as you can because in the end, you're the one that's like your biggest cheerleader. And if you're not fighting for you, then really nobody else will. <laughs> Peach. Facts. Absolutely. Cold, hard facts. Uh, <clears throat> ladies, do you have any other questions for Athena before we ride off in the sunset? I don't think so. I think we, we covered all the bases. Yeah, because the... I was curious about just the absorbing other people's energy and taking that on just because I know like for me with massage therapy, it's like I'm in the room with them for 60 to 90 minutes and it's like, okay, I have to cleanse myself before I go to the next one. So not only do I not carry it, but I don't transfer it to, you know, the next person I'm working on. So yeah, I was very fascinated by that. Yeah. Yeah. Very. I, I did massage therapy. I, I actually went over it and I did have that issue. The, first uh, month that I was there, I didn't realize that I was absorbing a lot of their energy. Um, while you're doing it or before you do your session, uh, I would suggest um, making sure that you are saying, I'm not absorbing any of this energy. And, sorry, hold on. And I do not claim it as my own. I like that. I like so that. that's going to help you from getting their energy, but it's also going to be able to let yours filter through if that's what you're doing. Um, a lot of energy work does go through massage therapy, so remember that. Don't confuse yourself, okay? Yeah. And uh, like you just, a little thing you did there as far as like getting a little mantra going and everything, uh, saying I am and really using that as a power statement to manifest like, all right, this is what we're doing. Here we go. And there's no ifs, ands, but once you're I am, and that's where people, you can l listen to how people talk and you can see when people real get, really get stuck in their ruts, you know, they're just like, mm -hmm. man, I am so screwed right now. I am so lost. I have no idea what I'm going to do. And this is all terrible. And I am losing my mind right now. And I, and it's like, yeah, that's not stop, stop. I aming all those things. What are you doing? Like, no, <laughs> you gotta try. All right. I am here right now. I am responding as fluently as I possibly can in this moment. I am moving forward. I am recognizing what I need to do next. I am putting one foot in front of the other. I am like progress, like, but people get in these weird tailspins mentally when, and they don't, pay attention to their words and everything. And I think that's something that once you're able to kind of do a lot of work within, you really pay attention to like how people's language starts manifesting their entire day and in turn their entire life if they don't 
recognize that they're doing it. I have one little quick question before we go, though, for people who aren't really doing any um, of this type of spiritual work, uh, and they are just maybe living deep in the matrix, and it's just long hours, salary position or whatever it is. And it's just, I have the kids and everything like that. What can I do to start trying to baby step? Like what is something that is acceptable and permissible that I can, that a person in that space who isn't doing anything spiritual for themselves and wants to at least dip a toe in to start going, what do you recommend as far as like small things people could probably do? Uh, I would say uh, instill a, if you have the time, instill a 20, 20 minutes to an hour slot of time to yourself. Absolutely no one is allowed to, to get into your space. No one's allowed to disturb you. You are able to have that time for your own and you can put that time to meditation, uh, coloring books. I know it sounds silly coloring books, uh, whatever is something that you can do mindlessly and just kind of like focusing on that, whether it's journaling, uh, stuff like that, not reading too much because I feel like that trails you off into fantasy land, but make that time for yourself and choose what you do with it very wisely. Um, I feel like having that step is going to make you step back and say, oh, dang, I did not know I liked that. Mm -hmm. A lot of people will have a lot of trouble with it if you are not used to taking time for yourself. I personally understand that. It might, your body and ego might reject it at first because it's going into protection mode, um, but don't listen to it. And remember that you are taking time for yourself. And if you do, decide to meditate I honestly think that'll just be the catalyst to opening everything up for your spiritual journey so just keep that in mind baby steps are better than no steps so absolutely <clears throat> absolutely but I mean like it's just what you're describing it's basically essentially taking the time for you to turn whatever the activity in that amount of time that you want to be doing in into your meditation coloring and just like really getting into coloring the coloring is your meditation right now it's because you're focusing all of your energy on one mindless little thing that's not like tv or information or anything it's just like doing a little thing this is a little thing some people knit you know they're really enthralled with just sitting and just like whatever it is like the nap like you talked about find the 20 to minutes to 60 minutes a day if you can at least 20 minutes to just okay this one's for me here we yeah. go yeah Absolutely. Solid advice. Uh, Athena, why don't you let people know where they can follow you online? And uh, also, if you want to plug the services you do, how they can get in touch with you to do any of that. Oh, okay. Uh, well, you can find me on Facebook at, uh, well, uh, Athena Rodriguez. <laughs> um, you can find me as Athena Rodriguez. I also have a, a spiritual page that I'm starting to build up. I uh, wanted to make sure that I had it all uh set up but it's called she shines for you spiritual guidance um and then if you wanted to book a reading you can email me at she shines for you at gmail.com hell yes 
Absolutely. All right. Perfect. Well, uh, thank you very much for being on the podcast. And then thank you all for watching and listening. Uh, you can follow me online at Miles Wilber Joker and all the social medias. Make sure you follow our podcast at Mad Podcast on Instagram. That's also how you can get in touch with Heather as well. She's just managing our Instagram page these days. So make sure you give us a follow and a share and all that stuff. Susan, you can be followed at Susan Thompson haha on all the things and the stuff and that and so yes uh we appreciate you all for watching listening and like i said athena thanks so much for being on this is super amazing we've talked to you for hours but get your mind right people go within and take care of yourself love you all and we'll see you next time bye bye